Welcome to Sophisticated Mom, and I'm your host, Dr. Sophia, the creator of the Christian lifestyle blog, SophisticatedMom.com. I will break down faith-based advice and make it applicable and relatable to help you on your journey on this thing we call life. You'll learn everything you need to know on how to become the master of your own destiny. In this post, I'm going to tell you how to pray, or more importantly, how to pray to God for help by breaking down the Lord's Prayer. How many times have you sat there wanting to pray, knowing that you need an answer to something, but not knowing how to pray for the matter or what to pray? How many times have you just felt like you needed an answer to some prayer, but you don't know exactly where to start? If you are new to my blog, then I want to tell you that I believe in a relationship with God, meaning that our prayers do not have to be something that we just say in a ritualistic manner, but it should be a real conversation with God. And you can also check out my blog and my video down below where I talk more about that. So number one, the Bible specifically says this about prayer. And when you pray, do not heap up phrases, multiply words, repeating the same ones over and over as Gentiles do, for they think they will be heard for their much speaking. Matthew 6, 7. Instead, when we pray, not only do we want our prayers to be heard, but we want them to be answered. And Jesus gave us great instruction on what we should do when we pray, when we don't know what to pray. And that is known as the Lord's Prayer. Now, you can say the Lord's Prayer over and over again. But what I have learned is that oftentimes, if you get into the routine of saying a prayer the exact same way over and over again, it tends to lose meaning. And now you're just repeating it without really putting any intent behind it. This is why I'm going to teach you how to pray when you don't know how to pray. Since we know that Jesus told us to pray the Lord's Prayer when we don't know what to say, we can do that, but we can also make the Lord's Prayer more personal to us. Meaning that by understanding the Lord's Prayer means we can tailor the prayer to our own needs. In case you're confused on what I'm talking about, let's go ahead and get into it, shall we? Also, if you want to see an example of a prayer, you can check out my video down below for a spiritual warfare prayer. Number two, the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Our kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Matthew 6, 10-13 In my youth, I repeated this prayer several times, but when you read this prayer, think to yourself. But when you read this prayer, think to yourself, do you repeat it or do you digest on what it really means and what you are praying? If you do, then good for you. You did a lot better than me because I would just repeat this prayer and then go about my business thinking that it was good enough. But then I started to break it down and understand it so that when I said it, I knew the intention behind it because what Jesus wanted us to pray and how I could apply it to my life. As the above is the NIV version, let's break down the Lord's Prayer so you can make it into your own. I'll be using the Amplified Bible. You can click the link down below to get the Bible that I use. Number three, understanding how to pray and what to pray by understanding the Lord's Prayer. Here is the Lord's Prayer in the Amplified, and underneath each verse, I will break it down for you and tell you how to come up with your own before finally giving you an example of how putting it all together. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. First acknowledge God as the Father and his greatness. The definition of hollow is made holy, consecrated, revered, and honored. Thus, the first line in your prayer can be a rendition of that that feels natural to you. Some examples would be, Father, I come before you today and bless your holy name. Glory be to the one and the only true living God who is worthy to be praised. Number four, on earth as it is in heaven. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We know that heaven is perfect, right? And when God created the Garden of Eden, he created it to be heaven on earth. That is until Eve jacked it all up for everybody. 
But that doesn't mean that we can't stop praying for God's kingdom come and his will to be done here on earth as it is in heaven like he intended. I have a video on what God intended us to have, which you can watch down below. But all in all, God intended us to be perfect, for us to be blessed, and all the rest of it. And heaven is perfect, and streets of gold, and no one is in poverty, and it is sheer perfection. Now we know we live here on earth, so everything cannot be perfect, but you can still pray for it. In fact, that is exactly what this verse is telling you to do. For God's will be done in your life, in the world, in your children's lives, in your home, or whatever it is that you want to pray or that you're asking God to rule over it and bring the blessings down just like in heaven. So here's some examples. Lord, I ask you for favors, blessings, and guidance just like it is in heaven. Lord, I ask for you to be present in my life, to watch over it, direct it just like you do for the ones in heaven. Lord, I ask to receive the blessings in my life here on earth, just like the ones that are stored up for me in heaven. Number five, give us our daily bread. Whenever I see this verse, I think of Matthew 6, 25 through 34, which states, Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, which you will eat and what you will drink, nor about your body. What you will be put on is not life more than food and body more than clothing. Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? When God led the Israelites out of Egypt, he gave them manna, which was a bread every single day to feed them while they were in the desert. He told them not to keep the manna overnight, but to throw it away every day. And in the morning, he would provide for them by giving them more manna, a.k.a. more daily bread. Exodus 16, 15 through 35. So when you think of this verse, it means that God will provide for you no matter what you are going through and that you don't need to worry about anything. If you worry about money, food, a job, or whatever concerns you, then this will be a great place to state that. Examples include, Lord, watch over me and care for all of my wants and my needs and allow me to have no fear today or the future. Number six, and forgive us our debtors as we have forgiven our debtors, letting go of both the wrong and the resentment. This is why I love the Amplified Bible because it specifies that this means to let go of past wrongs or resentment that we have towards others and any wrongs that we have done to others. And since this verse specifies debt, I will also like to add that if you are facing financial hardship that is keeping you in debt or you do not know how to pay the debt, then you can specify that here. It is not sinful to ask for God for help regarding your debt. Examples include, Lord, forgive those who have wronged me and forgive me if I have wronged anyone else. Lord, please give me the means and make provisions to help me pay off my debt and give me guidance on how I can do so. Also consider checking out my video down below for five additional prayers for strength. Number seven, deliver us from the devil and do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Temptation can be many things. I remember one time when I was broke and I was picking my son up from school and the kids had their backpacks lined up outside the door and a child's backpack spilled over and money, a fair amount was coming out of it. And I kept walking. It would have been tempting to take the money and to steal from a child because I was in need and even justify it. But stealing is wrong. That was a temptation. Temptation can be anything. It can be sex. It can be keep, keeping you from committing adultery. It could be stealing from drinking again, doing drugs, from cursing out your boss after she done got on your last nerves. Situations and people are placed in our lives to get us to step out of the will of God. It is important to recognize these things and also not to feed into them. So to complete this prayer, the example includes, deliver me, Lord, from the temptation and specify something specific. And Lord, help me not be tempted by the negative things and people of this world and always allow me to act with grace and goodness whenever I am confronted by situations or people that seek to bring me down. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever.
If you really feel the need to tweak this, then you can, but I feel like it's rather self-explanatory. If you want to come up with something, then just remember this, to, then just remember to address what is in this sentence and what feel natural to you. For example, for you are and always will be the great I am, deserving of all the glory and the praise. Amen. Below is an example of how to pray when you don't know what to pray. Of course, just if I had explained to you in the above section, you can feel free to tweak and change what you need according to your own situation. But here's the prayer that we have come up with on how to pray for help. Glory be to the one and only true living God who is worthy to be praised. Lord, I ask you to receive the blessings in my life here on earth, just like the ones that are stored up in heaven. Please watch over me, care for all of my wants and needs, and please allow me to have no fear for today or for the future. Lord, I ask you to forgive those who have wronged me and forgive me if I have wronged anyone else. Lord, help me not be tempted by the negative things and people of this world and always allow me to act with grace and goodness whenever I am confronted by situations or people that seek to bring me down. You are and always will be the great I am, deserving of all the glory and the praise. Amen. Easy, right? I hope so. And I hope that this blog helps you out to know how to pray when you don't know what to pray and to also help guide you and direct you to come up with your own prayer that is in accordance with the same way that Jesus directed us to pray. And if you know someone who may need to read this post, then go ahead and share it with them. And last, consider getting my ebook on spiritual fasting, which will teach you everything you need to know on how to fast and to include fasting and prayer in your spiritual life. Just click the link down below to buy.